Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Corner Talks podcast. I have my good friend here, talented musician, Chris Kondo. What's going on, buddy? I'm good. How about you, Daniel? I'm doing well, buddy. I'm, uh, you know, just keeping busy, staying creative, as I tell my guests, you know, tell people, friends, colleagues. Uh, are you doing the same thing during the pandemic? How are you coping? Yeah, I'm trying, trying my best, you know, trying to get busy, stay busy all the time. It's really hard, I know, especially with everything going on right now. But hey, I'm doing my best. I'm here and I'm pretty happy with where I am right now. Yeah. Do you find uh, you're more creative during this time, like of, of, you know, struggle or just like the like, pandemic being cooped up? Like, okay. So when the pandemic started, like, honestly, it was a hit for all of us. And like, even me, like before the pandemic started, I just went, came back from Ecuador. So that was like my last oh, wow. big little trip that I had. And yeah. then just coming here and then having, oh, everything shut down. It's like, oh my God. So the first few weeks it was like, okay, let's create, let's do all this stuff. I have all this time to myself. But then sometimes I would find like a creative struggle where I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't know what to post or what to make. There were times where I had some days I wouldn't be doing anything because I was so demotivated because there was nothing else to do. Like I wouldn't be able to go outside, go visit this place or maybe hang out with friends to get inspiration. So it was kind of a struggle, but essentially you just got to keep adapting to it. Keep learning, learning new things, especially like during that time. I started going on YouTube a lot more. And since I'm a producer myself, I started learning some new techniques about producing, also some new uh, singing techniques to perfect my vocals and my tracks oh, that's and all amazing. that kind of stuff. So yeah, mm, I've been doing that. I still am actually at this point. So you've been taking uh, like school, like courses at night, like kind of like night courses? I'm not like actually. So I've been just going on YouTube, like looking at tutorials, subscribing to these people that I follow. Right. But recently, actually in January this year, I took a class with monthly. Do you know what monthly is? Um, no, I'm not sure what, what that is. What can you get into it? Yeah, yeah. It's just like a it's a platform that basically gives out courses and you have to pay for it. And a lot of big like uh, people use it. Like I know Kaigo is one of my favorite like music producers. He actually did a class, and that's the one that I did in January for a month where he just showcased all his techniques and all his production textiles and how he does it. So essentially now nice. I love, learned a lot more and in how into my own productions and how to do them. So that was oh, a that's really amazing, man. Yeah, I think yeah. it's important to constantly, you know, educate yourself and really expand your craft and, and, you know, acquire new skill sets, right? Like that's something I agree and relate to with you on many levels is when the pandemic hit, uh, I think most creatives can agree. We're just, we didn't know what to expect. I was very overwhelmed myself because I was also trying to figure out this business, 94 Productions. And, you know, I was nowhere near mm -hmm. starting, you know, these kinds of projects like these Corner Talk podcasts. Um, I was just trying to wrap my head around everything. And, you know, just dealing with that struggle and dealing with that, I guess that drive, that motivation to keep going when the world is just stopped. And yeah, this is a, this is at a time, man, when we didn't even know, cause now, you know, you wear a mask, at least you keep your distance and, you know, you could be at least safe in some respects, but when the pandemic first happened, I remember saying to myself, will I ever be on a film set again? Will I be able to make this short film possible in the summer that I've been planning for a year or two? Um, so I think a lot of us have, have gone through, uh, those obstacles. Right. And, you know, I, I, back to what you were saying about, you know, taking those courses and uh, learning, uh, Kygo, great, <laughs> great, uh, artist, yeah. uh, one of my favorites. And I know you sh share the same respect. So, uh, mm -hmm. that's similar in your style as well, but back to what I was saying about, you know, that education process, like you took those courses to learn from the best. And it reminds me of when I did night school at rain dance, Toronto, uh, for my film classes. Um, you know, just, you know, on weekends and nights and things like that about directing, cinematography, writing. And, you know, it's a great way to enhance your skills, right? And I'm sure you've become better as an artist. Mm -hmm. 
And I think it's also a great way to keep the creative juices flowing just to keep like yeah. getting new things as well, especially. You also meet uh, a lot of people too, right? People that yes. help you up, you know, up your game and elevate mm -hmm. your craft. Would you say you've exactly. met quite a number of people? Yeah. Yeah. Actually with the monthly class, I was going to say like, yeah, they basically put you into these mini peer groups, like up to 30 people. And then like, you basically share all the songs or like you process and making the songs. And yeah, I met like, I think about five, like good people that actually follow and really like my music and I've been supporting them and talking to them. Nice. And actually what's really cool is that I've actually had some other producers like reach out to me saying like, Oh, I see you took this course. Like tell me how it is and tell me how, how it was. So like, it's really cool to see that people are actually connecting with that and like asking me these kind of things. And I'm always willing to help someone out if anything. So I really like talking about it and telling them how it is. And how yeah, much it, broadens, out of it. it broadens your network. Right. And you feel better about yourself mm -hmm. when you're constantly, you know, uplifting someone's uh you know career their life inspiring them to do better and become better with themselves and you know i was talking about it in my last podcast about another musician um and he was you know just describing how his music he's not sure if it inspires people to that degree but i was encouraging him on the idea that you'd be surprised like whether it's creatively whether it's personally professionally um, i believe you know if people are listening they're resonating with something and, yeah. you know, I, I've seen your music and how far you've grown so far. So I'm really, uh, commend you on that. I think I've seen a lot Thank of progress, you. man. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, mm -hmm. it's a different tune, right? Like a lot of people I was joking around with the same musician. I was saying, you know, people are doing pop R and B, but you guys are doing something different. It's a different sound. And, um, you know, like I said, I like that kind of music. I feel it's fitting for a lot of cinematic scenes and in movies. So I, I'm a different audience member for sure when it comes to that. <laughs> But, uh, but I want to get back to, uh, you know, educating yourself in school. Yeah. Um, I want to know, like, did you study music? Because I noticed you're a Ryerson alumni. Uh, you yeah, recently graduated, yeah, yeah. man, by the way? Uh, two years ago, 2019, 2019. Oh, nice. Okay. So congratulations. Yeah, fellow Thank Ryerson you. alumni as well. <laughs> I know. Uh, I remember. Five years ago for me. <laughs> but uh, I just want to know, uh, did you study music at Ryerson? Yeah. So, so basically what I studied was... It's called Creative Industries. It's like the first program of its kind in Canada. And essentially what it was, it's like, it mixes like business and creative economies. So essentially in that course, you get to learn business side of things like entrepreneurial skills, management skills, financing skills, but also at the same time, you can mix that and choose which like creative sector you want to focus on. Cause they have like music, right. film, media, arts, design, all of that. Mm -hmm. And you essentially get to specialize in two of them. So the first one, of course I specialized was, was the music industry. And essentially, like, it was more so, like, industry standards, like, how to learn about the music business. So, like, record deals, event tactics, live event tactics, social media, branding, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But um, essentially, when I, when I got there, I didn't know what I was going to be. I didn't know I was going to be a producer or anything. So, I know one big turning point for me was in my second year. I took a class called Sound Synthesis for my music in the, uh, module. And essentially, that introduced me to the world of producing. I had a really nice prof. He was actually a associate professor, or I think a student teacher, but yeah. he was really good and really inspirational. The way he was so passionate about producing all these different styles, these techniques, and just showing me that. I remember I use a Logic Pro that comes with a MacBook, and that's when I started getting it and started like getting into it and learning how to produce. And I think right. after that class was the first time that that same year when I released my actual first track ever oh, wow. with you, I believe. Yeah, because of that class. Yeah, I love that track. So, by the way. thank you. So basically. Actually. Yeah, so basically, yeah, just music industry, just learning the music business, and then that class basically helped me get into the producing game. And then my other module was like printing and publishing. So essentially, that's how I learned like some Photoshop skills and Illustrator skills. So that's why I'm like 
good at editing a lot of my own uh, artwork and cover art because most of my cover art is just edited by me. So yeah, I, I was going to say, it it's, it, mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned that actually, because I was going to ask you, <laughs> how do you uh, create that piece of content and like those artworks? It's so important in positioning mm. your brand and how people see it. And you're saying that these are all skills that you acquired yourself and you've put into yeah. the, put into it. Wow, that's amazing, man. And uh, mm-hmm. did it take a while to learn Photoshop and those kinds of skills or? Like it, it is still like, for me, it's still a little tricky, like just to know okay. like all the whereabouts and where things are, but essentially right. like YouTube and everything like has it online. And then I just 100%. searched up like how to make like this logo, how to convert this to PNG or to JPEG or how to make it fit into this size. So I think it's really cool. And also like as a musician, I think it's great that you have to have a jack of all trades and know how to do certain things like market yourself, design, social media, and then learning the music itself. So I think it's, it really helped me a lot. And because of that program too, I think it also brought in my perspective and how I do things as well. Of course. Yeah. And it's, it's uh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, one more thing. Uh, yeah. And yeah, also so. one thing about my program, which I really liked was all the people I met, all the networking people. Like for me, like there's one person that I met, his name's uh, Alex Gagliano and he's, his name's like on Instagram is the Don Sound is handle. And basically he's my mixer and master. So for me, I produce oh, wow. the songs, but I don't mix and master just because I feel like it's a long time. It's still stuff that I don't know really fully to the best of my ability. Yeah. So I just send it out to him and he basically does it for me. And it, I always love the way he does. He's very like open to work and also very like easy to work with as well. So I think that also broadened that aspect with just taking the program, my program and just learn, seeing all these kind of people is really good yeah no it's it's important i like what you just said because um that other artist i was speaking of you know he was explaining how like the importance of sound engineer and you know just collaborating with people that know the the profession better than they do or mm-hmm. the, at least the technicalities right and yeah you know those are those are areas that you have to strengthen at and the fact like it's kind of like reminds me of me when i'm on a film set you know not that i would be dedicated to just sound but I would definitely uh, have someone just focus on sound, someone more experienced because sound is so mm. critical and it's a different, it's something I just can't wrap my head around, um, especially when it comes to editing as well. Still working towards it, right? But um, yeah. I think I think that's that's very important, man, because to, to have that team and, you know, sharing the same vision. You Would you say you have pretty much the same kind of like goals and um, kind of ideas towards your, your craft with, with who you collaborate yeah. with? Yeah. Uh, yeah, basically, because Alex has been a good friend of mine. We met through the program and essentially oh, like nice. he's more of a hip hop and R&B produced like a okay. yeah, sorry, engineer. But okay. he knows a lot of EDM like styles that I do. And that's why he's like yeah. very open. He's just like, Chris, just let me know like how you want it. Just tell me how you want this to sound, how you want this to sound. And then like he sends it back to me and he's like, just let me know if any changes or anything. And he just does it for me like really nicely and easily. So it's very, very easy to work with. We're basically in line with our goal and we both love the music industry and music business. So we're basically nice. both into that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. amazing, man. It's important to have friends that are like-minded and in the same field. It makes things easier, right? And uh, uh-huh. you just, you become better, right? Because you're always constantly um, trying to elevate your game with people that are like you or better than you at the at the, at the the craft, right? Exactly, so yeah. I just wanted to know as well, um, why did you pursue the dream after Ryerson, after graduation? Why are you still doing music, man? Um, for me, it's like I always want to work in music, rather it be the business. Actually, what's cool is that I actually interned at two places. I interned at Warner wow. Music Canada for a couple months during my third year in Ryerson. And then after when I graduated, I actually got another internship at this uh, agent's talent agency called the Feldman Agency, which ran a lot, a lot of Canadian music artists like cool. Scott Hellman. 
Yeah. And that that position, I actually learned a lot about live entertainment and how like interesting it is. But essentially for me, it's like, as much as I love that part, I feel like I love doing the music itself, like creating the craft, producing behind the scenes, making the songs and all that. So for me, like the dream is always going to be there. I feel like for me, music, I always want to do that. I can never let that go in my life. Like if it, if I do, I wouldn't know what else I would do. So for me, it's like, I'm always going to try, even though like sometimes I release songs, they don't get a lot of traction. I kind of like took my mentality out of that where it's like, oh, it's going to bring me down. No one's listening. I'm not going to do this anymore. I give up. Like, you know, because it does happen to some people. That's course, why it's man. like, it you have to, to... The best of us, yeah. Exactly. So that's why it's like, you have to shift your mentality a little and be like, you know what? I'm going to release what I want to the world because who knows, like you said, who knows who, who can affect? can affect one person, affect the many people. And who knows who's yeah. listening anywhere? That's why, because sometimes you even get some Instagram messages from other people say, hey, like from other countries like India, they'd be like, oh, I just heard your song randomly. and like, I really like it. Like, keep that's doing great. what you're doing. And those kind of messages actually really motivate me to show that like people are listening in other places and actually enjoying my music, which is also a good motivator. So, yeah. Well, not, yeah. well, I always, I always say, you know, uh, not to like kind of shit on those people, but you know, you see those mm-hmm. Instagram posts where it's the, the group of friends or that support group that constantly like is promoting or, you know, great job. And that's great. And all like, you know, anyone, you know, my friends do it, your friends do it, I'm sure. But I think yeah. in order to see true progress, true growth is like what you just mentioned is when you get people from the industry, when you get people from other countries reaching out to you and saying, this music is dope, this music is good, because mm-hmm. um, that's that's a sign for me. That's an indication for me of progress because you're expanding your market, you're expanding your reach, right? If you're 100%. if you're posting stuff and you got the same like six high school people, 20 high school people going lit, fire, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's motivating <laughs> right at first. But let's be honest, we want to reach a bigger demographic. We want to re- reach a bigger audience. And mm-hmm. I think when you tell me, like, I didn't even know that about you, where you were getting DMs, right? Because how would I know? Those are personal messages. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you <laughs> mentioned it, I, you know, that's deserving because you, I, I hear your music, you're putting it out. Uh, you have the confidence and the courage to do it. Not a lot of people can say that for themselves. And mm-hmm. you're getting that feedback. And I'm, and I'm happy you're getting it from people outside of our community. I think that's very important as an artist. Do you agree? I 100% agree. Yeah, because it shows, like you said, it shows progress. It shows that it's actually reaching out to a whole different audience and potentially people that I can actually market to now know that will like my music. Exactly. So I totally man. agree. Yeah, 100%. So I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, with regards to the internship, are you uh, doing more internships now or are you going like full force in your music? What do you have So to essentially make? like right now, like the music industry is like, has been hit so hard because it's pandemic like i know a lot like my internship last year ended in january and then after february i took my trip to ecuador and then march everything just hit and i knew a lot of people in the music industry actually had to be let go because they couldn't support and they had to like downsize the company which was really sad too but i'm still trying to find like a music industry job like i'm always trying to feel like a digital marketer or something that in like data services but at this point it is very competitive it is so hard but I still go for it. I still want to try, you know, I want to like have something so I can pursue that in part-time then also have my music as well before. Cause I don't want to do my music full-time because it's not at that level where I can't support myself financially. Oh yeah. Of but course. when I do, That's I will I've definitely like just leave and like just do music full-time. So are you, yeah. So right. But right now, like with the pandemic, are you, just kind of focusing on your music or, or were you able to find a job in the industry? Or? So currently, no, I just work in like retail right now just to support right, myself. Right. And then I'm still like just doing music on the side, but also just trying to find jobs, like full-time jobs as well. Yeah, of course. Man. No, that's very important. Uh, mm-hmm. I say it all the time as well, right? Like I started, you know, 94 Productions, but 
and I kind of started it uh, a couple of months before the pandemic, uh, mm-hmm. I guess around the time you were in Ecuador. And when the pandemic hit, the same concept where, because I, I was trying to use that year, 2020, like, okay, let's see where it takes off. You know, let's see. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to be rich, but what if like, yeah. I can make a decent amount of living where compared to exactly. a retail job or because I've worked retail with you as well. And mm-hmm. I was just trying to see a, a different path, but pandemic hit, you know, clients, you know, vary and they got their own stuff going on and everyone's just really looking out for themselves. They got a lot of stuff going on in their own lives. So things come to a halt, but I definitely have that question every day. And, you know, that, that's why I ask you as a creative or ask any creative is, you know, that mindset of you want to do what you love so much. Right. But yeah, you know, there's that elephant in the room. There's that, <laughs> there's that idea where it's like, Hey, like you gotta work a job, maybe two jobs. You know, like I said, I was talking yeah. to other people and a lot of people our age, we're all millennials. They're like, I think nowadays you need to work like two, three jobs just to find a to, to, to find a house or something, unless you get that real like charter accountant kind of style job. Yeah, exactly. How many of us can, A, can keep focused and stay alive, mm. stay, survive. And, you know, it's not, it's just not worthwhile. It's just not worth our time. Right. And yeah, I agree. There's a, there's a caption too. I read of, of this uh, other artist, like he's like a photographer on Instagram and he said something to the effect of, you know, I was told to put more uh, time into my work than my actual photos. And he's like, what they don't understand is my work is my chaos or something. I don't know. It was just something along the lines of, you know, something I can relate to is you're, you're in your job, right? When we mm-hmm. used to work, right? The clothing yeah. store. Uh, my mind was always in movies and you could tell, right? Like I just never was like really that focused on the job. Um, even for yourself, like I know you were always like, you know, just looking into music and, you know, discussing it with us and, uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure in your head you were visualizing, you know, your next artwork and just anything yeah. away from the 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 store, right? Exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, I I I just that's why I bring it up because it's like I read that today and I I don't know it hit hard. It was like, damn, I know exactly what this guy's going through, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it is what it is, man. You gotta you gotta figure out what works for you, right? And um, but I respect what you're doing, and I think with music, uh, you can still pursue um you know a career or a job and and do it on the side or do it on the weekends yeah. especially you know post malone uh, the weekend did it um mm-hmm. and i think that's very important right um so yeah i just what i, what I want to bring up next is you know the importance of also expanding uh your work and you know broadening your reach and you're doing that through social media and social media yeah. again i've seen you um make some make a lot of progress you know really capitalize take advantage of 2020 um you know, even with TikTok, right? You've been dabbling with that. And it's it's crazy because you got to keep up with all these platforms. And uh, yeah, and it's so hard sometimes. It, it, <laughs> it's, it's so hard sometimes too, because it's like, I've noticed you, you put so much time into the social media platforms than you do your actual craft. What's your, what's your take on social media in general? Like, do you find it beneficial? Do you find it sometimes can be detrimental to you? I think it's like, yeah, it's like both beneficial and detrimental. I say detrimental because sometimes you see like these artists, like they'll post like random things. Like sometimes they'll post like their dog or like something they're doing and it'll get so many likes. Of course. And then you'll post something that's like you've worked hard for and you show like your actual skills and everything. It just gets like maybe just a bit. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you got to like isolate that, take that away from your mindset and just do you. It doesn't matter about that. They reach that level. Who knows if you'll reach that level or if you can reach that level just post what you want. So I feel yeah. like in that side, you just have to keep away from that mentality of like, 
oh, it's only, I only got 10 likes. Like, oh my God, no, I, I can't do this anymore. But no, for me, I don't, I don't, I really don't mind. If I get 50, 100, 200, it's all good for me. As long as it's a like and people enjoy my music and stuff, I take that as a win. For social media though, I think it's very beneficial for what you said, like reaching that next audience or like that whole entire branch. Like for me, I, I don't focus, like I'm not gonna lie, I haven't been posting a lot on TikTok. Like it's so rare and I really need to get on that because right now that platform is pushing so much like content and so much things to other people that I can reach. And like, you never know if you can get like a viral video all of a sudden. I think I had a friend of mine who just had like a viral video just so randomly because he's just nice. doing it for fun and just like got pushed to like a million views. He's like, oh my God. That's actually and then amazing, he got like yeah. 10,000 followers because of it. Because of that, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then like Instagram, like Instagram, it's like, it's kind of like in a weird place right now because like sometimes a lot of stuff is getting pushed out and sometimes it's not. It's essentially like- It is a weird place, yeah. It's oversaturated, it's almost kind right? of. Yeah. yeah. And like, I feel like they're trying to push out like more creators and artists to actually like advertisers, like pay for advertising so I can yeah, reach that hard, that like large audience. Yeah. yeah so I know that it's really hard, even with, I don't know about you, but stories, um, like Instagram stories, I see that I get a lot. I don't get a lot of views as I used to before. <laughs> yeah. Same. And sometimes so, like, you'll know, you get like, so that's not us. Yeah. So that's not us you're saying. Cause I, I actually had this same kind of, uh, experience recently where I'm like, you know, a year ago, I was like, you know, I had like at the time 400 followers, I would be getting 300 views, you know, uh -huh. on my thing. Now it's like, I, I'm lucky if I get 200 and I have exactly. almost, eight, almost 800 followers. So it's confusing to me how it changes, but you're telling me that you believe it's this algorithm. Like it's been changing. I see, like I've been trying to test some things out. One thing that I find that that's been kind of working is if you use like, you know, the, the Instagram's little things like, oh, like they ask questions or like yes or no questions or like, you know, like mm. those kind of things. If you put those, I think it kind of rewards you in a way where it pushes that like story out to more followers. I did even a little thing where I, even the hashtags, yeah, even hashtags a hundred percent too. You can do that too. I've been actually, I kind of tested it out and it kind of did work. I remember last or two weeks or when my last song be with you came out in February, nice. I did a little thing where I posted my artwork and I said like, oh, this is the artwork I made. Do you guys like it? Nice. And I saw like maybe 30 people like clicked on it, like, yes, or whatever. And like few people know, but I reached out to like 200, uh, 250 of my followers. And then like the next week when I posted like my song, I just posted like my, my Instagram post and shared on my story. It reached like a hundred people. So it's like, I can see that there's a difference when you, you actually use their stuff to promote yeah. your music or anything that they actually yeah. kind of reward you, which is kind of, it's kind of not fair in a way. Cause sometimes yeah. it's like, you know, you don't know what you're doing, but yeah. But, but that, also what I see, oh, sorry, go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead. No, no, I'll go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I, I just, okay. listen, I yeah. just wanted to say, um, cause I, I'm hearing you speak and I'm just saying to myself, you know, I, very similar. Like I have the same mindset where you, you post your stuff and you're saying to yourself, wow, like what the hell is that? Like some person just posted a dog and they got more likes or, you know, you, you have situations where people even you find more talented than you, right? Like my drawings, for instance, right? I'm not saying I'm the best yeah. at what I do. I'm just proud of myself because I didn't go to art school and I've just discovered this talent uh, through the pandemic. They're but at really the same good, time, thanks, buddy. I really appreciate it. But at the same time, right? I'm aware enough to know that there are more talented people. There are people that are really good. Like there's one guy I follow, man. Uh, he could sketch you like a snapshot, just black and white, like accurate as hell. And he oh, wow. only has 600 followers. And I'm saying to myself, I literally wrote in one of his comments. I'm like, how are you not famous and verified? Like, are you kidding me? Like he does celebrities. I'll send it to you once oh. this podcast yeah, is done. Yeah, yeah. I forgot his it. name, but um, just beautiful, like artworks, like 
because he, he sketches like me, right? But he mm-hmm. sketches more detailed and he does real people. I do like anime, yeah, yeah, cartoons, yeah. comic book characters. So the fact that he's able to do a real life person and bring that accuracy, I, I just, like I said, I just can't believe he's only at 600 followers. And I know followers don't matter, but I'm saying to myself, it should matter for this kind of guy like this. Yeah. This is a guy that's deserving to be in the middle exactly. like, you know, getting commissions left and right. So maybe he just started, maybe his time will come. But again, like looking at those things, um, he probably started Instagram very late in the game where the algorithm, like you said, is all about promotions and partnerships and things like that. Um, I know for a fact that with uh, TikTok, you're right. The organic reach is insane. That's kind of why um, you see me do a lot of those corner talks and mm-hmm. vlogs and stuff is because it's just anything to get my voice out there, anything to get my brand out there. And if they're into, if they're interested in what I have to say or me myself at the very least, you know, they will, will take it to another level. And that's something I could advise for you, right? Is I think I, I could be wrong about this, but when I started TikTok, I thought, okay, I just got to put out like my films, like my clips. And then I said to myself, you know, what if I talk about like things that are on my mind or what if I talk about um, uh-huh. you know, how to, how, techniques to write? And I'm saying for yourself, like, you know, you have a presentable kind of look to you and you can just, you have a very charismatic personality. You can kind mm-hmm. of just explain to people like about music and, you know, what it means to you, but you can also dive into it and be like, you know, if you're looking to, I don't know, to teach them the ins and outs of the programs you use. I think it's fascinating exactly, yeah. to a lot of people, even someone like me, I probably watch it and you know, it probably wouldn't benefit me as much because I'm not in that field, but I would still find it at the very least entertaining. Um, mm-hmm, exactly. Just something yeah. new to learn. Right. So that's just some, that's just my two cents to you. Um, what do you got to find what works for you? And that's, that's something I wanted to mention is if anyone's listening saying, Oh my God, I got to start a TikTok account. I got to get up and do something. All I'm trying to say is that you got to find what works for you or else you won't be successful. You won't be happy doing it. So 100%. the only reason why you hear me like encouraging the idea of, oh, we got to post on TikTok, you know, these little clips or whatever is because I, I found that recently, like that that's worked for me. Like I just post these little clips and I feel good about myself um, knowing that I'm right. Inspiring the people that are watching. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, if I'm just like posting just a post, uh, you're going to burn out really fast. Exactly. And you're also yeah. gonna, you could harm your brand like extremely fast. Like if you start posting, like, I don't know if you have a dog, like your dog, you're throwing a Frisbee. Yeah, that's fun after once or twice. But is that how you want to be seen if you go viral? Like you, you, you own a dog? No, you want to be seen as Chris Kondo, the artist, mm-hmm. the, the musical artist, right? So that's how I kind of see it is just be authentic to yourself, have good intentions and you know, your audience will find you, right? And I think what I want to say too is, you know, regarding putting out stuff is I think it sucks sometimes. Yeah. Like you put out something that you really care about. You really put a lot of effort in, but Chris, what gets me is the fact that at least I can say I'm putting it out, you know, like exactly. I did my part for the day. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm I'm sure you can say the same thing. Like when you're promoting your song, right, buddy, it's like, Hey, at least I'm putting it out there. At least I, I did my part. Like I can go to bed and sleep at night. I don't have to like think like I should have posted it. Right. Some people exactly. Kind of like regret like, oh, I could have been this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So I just, I, I want to get to my next point where it's like, you know, why, why is social media is so important for you as a mis- musician though? Cause it can't be ignored. Right. Even though we're talking yeah. about it, but why, why is it so important as a musician? Why, why has it benefited you? I think it's more like your brand and also just showing like your authentic side. Like for me, it's like, like with my friend Krishna, who we both picked, who like takes pictures of me. Yeah, I like, yeah. like for my recent song, I've been doing, I have one coming out tomorrow actually with a video that I made downtown as well. And I've been kind of doing this theme where it's like, 
I post a picture of like this place where I am downtown. And then like, I put a lyrics to my song in the picture just to like tease the videos coming out. I think it's important because like, it kind of shows you for you. Like that's my brand. I really like showing like going around, seeing new places and like taking pictures and seeing like how the world is and also just making those videos. The video is actually, I take a lot of time. I use a Final Cut Pro oh, to nice. actually make that them. That was my so, first like, program I, that I used. Yeah, right? <laughs> nice. And I just use that to make it and just like do all these edits and stuff. And it's so cool that I have like these people that actually enjoy like taking pictures or like mm -hmm. filming videos. Like one of my friends, his name's Christopher Robman. He filmed this music video for me. And That's I really cool. like the way he did it too. And like, we both like love the vision. We love doing what we do. So it's really good go. when we bring us together. So yeah, to go back to your question about social media, I think it's really important just to get like you out there to get your brand. And then back to you saying how you don't want to like over post or like post stuff that like doesn't really mean anything to you or your brand. You want to post stuff that like you'll find interesting, but also that you like, that's like shows right. you, not because someone else is doing it or this person is doing it. You want to be the same as them. Exactly. She posted because you want to like I what I've been doing, actually, I was going to mention before was reels, Instagram reels. Um, That's been actually been pushed out a lot, to be honest. I've yeah, been that's doing, why like, I started. Yeah, that's yeah. why I started with my artworks, man. I don't know if you see me posting that. It's crazy. I saw them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, why. exactly your point, man. Yeah, because like I post them out and like I think I think for them, I got like a thousand or two thousand views just because I just that's posted amazing. like a cover of me like singing a song. And like people like that stuff so that and i love doing that myself i'm gonna Yo, try i would to encourage more, that like every week. I, yeah you made it you brought up something that i'm happy you did because um i always tell my family like if i was a musician if i knew how to sing or i knew an instrument i would be posting like covers just once a day um uh -huh. and maybe maybe that's something that you could take take into consideration is yeah you know, just, just to get you that exposure. So when you do launch your new song or your music video, people are going to be like, oh, he does original music. Let's see what this is all there about. There you go. Exactly. And be inclined to like it even more because they already like your voice, right? And who, mm -hmm. what, you, what who you are. So yeah, that's that's definitely something to pursue more and more often, man, is these IG reels. And then post them on TikTok. There you go. And you got two. Exactly, two yeah. Right? The efficiency. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But the thing is that I know is that I think if you post on TikTok and you have like the trademark of TikTok and it repost it on your Instagram, it doesn't push out your video as much because like uh, Instagram no, is doing a thing mean. where like you don't they don't like that. So essentially just make like a video for Instagram. But like I think, yeah, like to your point as an artist, I think the best thing you can do is just post covers so that people get to hear your sound, to hear how you are. And they, if they like you, you release a song you're like, oh, shoot, this guy has a song or this person has a song. Let me go listen to it because I really like how they sound. So I think that's actually a really big and good point that you made about just posting covers. Cause I used to do that like years ago on YouTube. And I think I have like maybe one or two videos that like are like 3000 views. It's just hilarious. Cause I go that's like, amazing. Oh my God, like yeah. people actually look at this and they like it too. And they comment too. And like say, Oh, I love this. What are the chords and all that kind of stuff. So it's cool to see that. Yeah. The most random people will like reach out and, and say, like, you just like compliment your work and you're just like, where are these guys coming from? And that's what I mean by your audience will find you is even when you mm -hmm. think it's not even your best work, there's still someone that might enjoy something about it or, you know, and that's all you need is even if you get four views, who knows if that one of those views, it's like, yeah, the song wasn't the greatest, but I would really like your sound and I really like your vibe, you know, and you're marketable. Let's put you in something mm -hmm. else, you know? So I yeah. just, I can't, that, that, that leads me into my next point is that, you know, to the artists that are not as active on social media, or against the idea of it altogether, what would you tell them, man? Honestly, it's like, it just depends because some people like aren't the best social media posters and like, mm -hmm. it's so hard for them to do. Like, it's not like a bad thing to do. Like, right. it's not like, oh, you gotta post like every day, you gotta post every week, you gotta do it, but no, do it to what you can do. 
what you like and what you want to post. So if you got a song promoted, like I always say as an independent artist with not a big following, just promote your song like a week before. Don't promote it like a month before. Yeah. Because no one's going to try to follow you all the way through like till the end of the month. People are going to forget Bieber, about it. Just give pro- like a countdown every day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just because yeah. people love Justin Bieber. So they'll follow it from like last year all the way to the next his following year. So. Is, is, yeah, his following proves it too, right? So it's like, of yeah. course, you're going to be like posting once a day. Yeah. But continue what we're saying. So, so yeah. So like I would say like post your stuff, promote it, bring it out to people do what you can there's so much out there and i know sometimes it's intimidating because there's so much to learn from it so but much. i feel like it's a worthy like investment in time to actually put work and effort into what you post because you don't know what can happen you don't know what can go viral you don't know who you could reach out to or who you can meet or who you'd be able to contact with because someone would be like messaging you like oh i like this sound and i like you like recently i think this one guy actually which is really cool he's a producer in toronto i saw and he reached out to me. He's like, hey, I really like your sound. And I have this song idea that I want you to be a part of. And I want you to sing. He's like, I wanna, I'm want i going to send it to you in the weeks to come. Just let me know when you can record it and we'll do it. Like stuff like that. Like That's amazing. That's like man. one of the Congrats. first time that actually someone, thank you, that someone actually reached yeah. out to me and thought my voice was really unique. So definitely it's like those things. So I would say if the person doesn't use it, try your best to learn. Try your best to like understand it and then post what you love. Not what other people want or what someone else wants or what someone's telling you to post post what you want if it's song covers go ahead if it's you just like taking pictures around with maybe your music playing in the background go ahead and do that post what you love that's what i would say yeah and that's exactly what i see you doing right like i I like that you mentioned the downtown thing where you we have we have a great city that there's so much you know shots to be taken and Mm -hmm. uh you know creative expression to be had and you know with my 94 collection my hoodies and stuff that's where i go downtown i go queen street west like the photos you have the backdrop for it you know and yeah when i saw your post like like you promoting your song i said that that a boy man like that's what you gotta do you gotta (laughs) you gotta go wherever you can even vaughn like believe it or not like you can find yeah there's some places here too of course so i think it's about being creative and resourceful that way and you know uh i'm really happy for you that that guy reached out because I always like to see like friends and people that I believe that are truly talented prosper um, because I'm always wondering too, like, you know, wh- why is no one paying attention to this song? Like that song you sent me um, with you, right? Uh, yeah. A while back. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I put it to that video. Do you remember I put it to like that video? Oh, I sent two. I sent let you go. And then I forgot the other one. It was let you go. And then there was one more I put too yeah. as well. Like you did the video for me too. That there I was really one liked. I did a video and that was a video. Like I found like someone else and I just thought it fitted better with your music. It was like a cabana. Oh, I know. I, yeah. By, by Lark Cormigo. That was with my friend, uh, Jared. Jay Swish and Cashflow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, it was, so, it was so well done. That was well a sick done. video. I like that. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, really yeah. well done. It was really well done, your, your song, though. And that, that video was just something I found, but I just thought it suited the, the vibe and what you were going for. The vibe. So that's why I put it together. And I, you know, I just tried to give you like a, an idea of like where, what your song could be and, you know, the capability of it, right? um so I, i'm glad mm-hmm. you enjoyed it it was really it was really fun to make and uh you know i always say this like when i'm doing promos or you know down the down the line if i can find a song of yours that fits like I'm, i'd be happy to like promote it that way right because we both too. win yeah we can always then it gives me too. new insight to the song yeah yeah that's i'm always down and we so can always cool collab to too like if you ever have like a video in mind or you know a photo that you that needs to be taken and stuff like that um, I think it's important that we all collaborate as, as, you know, creatives, people that uh-huh. basically people that we kind of like respect and we know, you know, it's the hardest thing to like reach out and, you know what I mean? Like just kind of broaden that network sometimes. 
I know because sometimes it's because sometimes you don't get a response back or like sometimes they don't say anything or like but you also trust always those things where it's like yeah, no exactly yeah, yeah. so um, speaking of like social media uh, and things like that I see you uh, posting a lot about Clubhouse what uh, yeah it's picking a lot of momentum you know more and more users taking advantage of the platform including yourself uh, why are you enjoying Clubhouse so much what what are the benefits like I haven't. Like for me, it's like, I haven't used it so much except for like, cause basically how I got it was one of my friends, Cashflow, he okay. sent me, he's like, Hey Chris, like this girl, her name's Didi Vaughn. She's basically hosting every Friday, like art. It's called artist supporting artists. And essentially nice. in that group, we just discuss like new marketing strategies, how we release our music, how we do these kind of things and on Instagram, on social media, how we can build our own platform. And it's really nice because it's just like, maybe like maybe five or six of us. Sometimes we get some random guests and followers on it too. That join us too like actually a real good point too we actually two weeks ago we had this guy who was a music manager that d divan knew that joined in and he managed a few artists in marketing in the indonesian and asian markets over there nice and he made a good point how he's like you know what irig is no no idea no. I, I think it's this thing where you can yeah i rig i think it's something where you can connect your phone and then like you can like play like audio but like really nicely like high quality Oh wow! Into like, and so like people can hear. So he oh, was so basically saying like, like to like yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, that's why he's like, you should like get one because he's like, you never know who you're gonna meet in these kind of chats and who you're gonna be listening up or, or who wants to listen to your music. Because like he's like, what if like a manager comes in? He's like, oh, I'm looking for artists, and you're like, okay, let me connect with this thing. Let me show you my song. You yeah. show it, and it pops up. He's like, hey, I really like it. I want to work with you. I want to market you. Let's do that. So that was a really good point that he made, and I nice. really like the insight that this guy bring in, which was really cool. So I think Clubhouse is such an amazing platform just to like join in on like chats, hear people talk. Like it's not just music. It's like life advice, dating advice, even, or like yeah, fashion, food, all that kind of stuff. And it's so cool just to like join in these like random people talking about just how they do things in the world and how, and all their insights. And it's just, it's just amazing. The only people downside though I see is that like, yeah, what's up? I was like the only downside is just, no I see that it's only for iPhone users. Oh, like really? Samsung users can use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so And funny, like in man. order and in order to like uh get into it, you have to get like a code from someone else to be able to yeah, use an, the app. An invite, I heard. Yeah. Yeah, an invite. That's what it is. That's the only like downside I see. So hopefully it'll like branch out to like Android users, maybe because it's just a test out for now. If it's gonna be yeah, like, if it's gonna be something, I can see I, I don't see that lasting. Like they're gonna branch out, they're gonna say anyone can join, <laughs> right? But right now they to, just exactly. want that exclusive exclusivity. It, it's smart. I think it's smart tactic. Like the people that founded it know that it, it won't last forever. That whole you gotta invite them to join. But people like the idea that they're part of something that it's important. Like they feel important. Yeah. Right? So I think exactly. that's that notion. Like even me, I was like, oh, I have an iPhone, I could do it, you know. But if I did have a Samsung, I'd be like felt feeling left out. Right. Or feeling exactly, like I need yeah. to go on. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's very ingenious what they're doing over there. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I'm glad you're on it. I'm glad you're trying new platforms, man. Um, I think it's very important, uh, you know, to, to constantly be learning. Uh, 100%. As you said at the beginning yeah. of the conversation, man. And uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to more of your your projects. And uh, if you ever need uh, me to come on board and uh, help you out with some of them or 100%. Yeah. Help I love you it. promote, come on the podcast, mm-hmm. you know, photo shoot, video. You got me. All right. So, yeah, uh, having said that, man, I uh, really appreciate you coming on the podcast and discussing your journey. Plan to do more of these anytime. Yeah, man. And um, I'm looking forward to this new song. What's it called, by the way, for people? Listening? It's basically, yeah, let me let me explain it. So basically tomorrow comes out. So it's going to be a video. And essentially, it's just my last song, Be With You. But I slowed it down 
and I also just added some extra like reverb and like effects just to make it sound a little different. And it's really cool where I got the idea because I saw that uh, on YouTube there was a lot of songs like do you know do you know what nightcore is? Nightcore, no. So basically, nightcore is essentially basically when you take a song and you speed it up really fast and then you change okay. the pitch of it so it sounds really high. But like now they kind of reverse it where they slow it down and then they make like reverb so it adds like a different sound. So I was like, I saw on YouTube that there were a couple videos and like little songs that people were posting and they had like 30 million views, 40 million views. And I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, people are actually listening to this stuff. Yeah. Even on TikTok too, I see some things. Like I know I think Coldplay Yellow, I think someone slowed down the version. I think it got a lot of views too on TikTok. So I was like, you know what? I tried it to my song and I'm like, yo, it gives like a whole new vibe to the track and it makes me like yeah. think differently about it. So I was like, you know what? Let me give this out as like an extra piece of content and something just to market for the, the month of March, of you know? And I just wanted to try it out. And I'm like, you know what? I think the song deserves somewhat of a video and a little story behind it. So there you go, that's what's going to be going on tomorrow. I'm still going to work on it today. I just got like one little piece to fix on the video and then yeah, after yeah, it yeah. should be good to go. But yeah, so- Is there a name for this song? And reverb. Yeah, it's going to be called Be With You, oh, Bracket Slowed and Reverb. That's it. Perfect. So check That's that out, guys. Um, it'll be you. available probably by the time this is, is published. <laughs> so check yeah. out Chris Kondo <laughs> on his Instagram. Uh, on TikTok as well, Chris Kondo. And yeah, yeah cool. uh, stay tuned for the, for this very talented artist. He has a lot of uh, great songs coming your way. All right. Thank you so, so much. Uh, until then, uh, yeah, we'll talk soon. Okay, man? Yeah, will do. Take care, man.